0: Welcome to Speed Movie Minute, the podcast where we break down the 90s action classic speed one minute at a time. And where we always try to stay above 50. I'll be your SWAT officer, Roger Wistar. And I'm the wildcat behind the wheel, Bentley Michaels. And this is minute 87 of Speed. This minute starts with Adrian Brody taping the bus feed. (laughs) Uh, And it ends with Payne coming back from the bathroom Uh to watch this doctored camera feed. Luckily for us. Yeah, luckily for us. And in the in the meantime, we get a lot of Mac yelling. Yeah, he's um, kind of a turd. which we'll talk about. He's he's not a very nice guy in this minute. I'm sorry to say, but yeah. let's talk a little bit more about Adrian Brody. He has a distinction um, of being the youngest ever winner of the Oscar for Best Actor. So, what was the name of the film in 2002 for which he won that award? Le pianist. <laughs> is that French or Italian? Yeah, you know. The <laughs> no, no, the pianist. Either one. Family. this is a family podcast. What was the title? The pianist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um Yeah, he was he was 29 when he won that. Wow. Um and it I think that was one of his earlier movies. It kind of I That's where he, like he
1: he he totally smooched Tally. I think that's the year she won for Monsters Ball too, and I think he totally, just like totally dipped her and smooched her.
0: The 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 deep kiss is definitely an iconic Oscars moment. It's a little uncomfortable now if you go back and watch it. Yeah, she had won for the previous year for Monsters oh, Ball. Oh, that's what it was. That's oh. how it usually works. The Best Actress presents the award to next year's Best Actor, and vice versa. Gotcha. But he 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 had his moment. He took his shot. I mean, God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't, I can't. I feel like Adrian Brody should have become more famous than he actually did. Like, cause he had this, this great role when he was only, you know, in his twenties. And since then, I mean, there's only two things that I could name that he's done, which is he did that Peter Jackson, King Kong movie. Oh, that was Um, great. I didn't, which I didn't really like. Oh, I'm supposed to Um, go on that movie by minute podcast. What's that? King Kong minute. I'm supposed to go on that. They're doing they're doing Peter Jackson's King Kong one minute at a time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Somebody is. Which part of the movie do you have? I have
1: uh I have I said anything where Kong fights. I think I have the dinosaur fight on the island.
0: That's that those are some quality minutes to choose from. Yeah. Um he did that and then he did that that horrible like Predators remake. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: He was in that one too. I don't know. It, I I I guess I just feel like I was expecting him to aim for something you know, sort of a little bit more top shelf than those things, well, I mean, whatever's paying, man <laughs> that's true. hey, no doubt you've got to be a working actor that's that and I think you're one true. of the
1: only people I know that don't like that King Kong movie.
0: Oh, I don't think that's true
1: well, um, out of all of the people that I know, listen to what I said <laughs> out of the people that I know, you are the only person that I know that does not like that movie
0: Oh, uh, that's fair um it's uh, there are parts of it that I think are great, I think yeah. it. I think it suffers from what those Hobbit movies suffer from, which is that Peter Jackson had gotten to the point where he didn't have enough people around him anymore to say no. Like, I think, I think okay. if I could watch the two-hour and twenty-minute cut of that King Kong, it would probably be amazing. Is it three hours? I, it's pretty long. Okay. But maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. Let me just—I think if they shaved twenty percent off of that movie um yeah it would have been a little better
1: yeah there's there's some stuff like they probably could have done some stuff like once they get to the island like you know maybe cut a action but i i enjoyed uh i enjoyed how they like sort of expanded it where they went to like they went to the cave you got to see the bones of they're like oh there used to be more of these like types of creatures that, like i i enjoyed that little extra sense of story stuff but uh but yeah i'm you know i don't know i mean the the one before that was like the jeff daniels one in the 70s or whatever so and then the that's, original that's fair. from like thirty six or whatever with all the stop motion, which is cool. I like I loved how they made fun of that on The Simpsons, like where it's like the stop motion of like his eye coming up and like like in the hotel room or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Have you have you ever shown any of your uh your kids any like old school movies like that, like the old like original King Kong or something like, like that, like King Kong or Godzilla?
0: Yeah, yeah, anything like that? Um, I haven't, but I have to say I'm embarrassed. It's because I haven't seen them either. Oh, okay. Um, just just I did White not Christmas. Have a comprehensive knowledge of old movies.
1: Just White Christmas.
0: Yeah, and that's I I married into White Christmas.
1: Oh man, so... I thought I thought of you and Marcy the other day at work because they were doing trivia night there and they were doing a whole thing about like uh it was like academy award winners or something or like grammy award winners that's what it was like what academy uh what academy like uh uh award winning crooner was nominated for a grammy for whatever it was and i was like oh that's bing crosby
0: <laughs> bing crosby i was on the when harry met sally movies by minute podcast and marcy and i were really happy that the minutes we got is when of all people, Bing Crosby sings, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. So, well, let's get back to Mac being a jerk. Yeah. So, and uh, he, this, it happens twice in this minute. Like, yeah. the, the first time is when uh, our tape man, it, tape it. Todd Gordon, tries to tape. He's like, Tape it. And finally, he's like, It's taping.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So give
0: Mac a little sass. One would think that someone like Mac might sort of, Read the room there and say like, okay, I'm. That's a bit much, right? But no, no. Mac doubles down. Like thirty seconds later, once they have the tape, he goes, "Run it, run it, run it." <laughs> yeah. He's. Only, we've only got a minute. Run it. Yeah. I don't. This. This. This is the. This is the angry. Well, I wouldn't say he's angry. This is the yelliest we've seen Mac since. Since he got upset about the gap in the freeway and told everybody on the truck that they were fired. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did.
1: I did like that moment. <laughs> that, that made me laugh. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, he's they're in a precarious position. Who knows how much uh, Keanu has told uh, him, like specifically? You know, it's kind of like they're again they're they're throwing the shoestring uh, plan together and they're trying to get it to work and um you know we we all know we're on a timeline here especially with the gas as we'll I, find out later but uh yeah i think uh i think it's just you know 90s action acting yell acting for the sake of it like trying to build intensity
0: i mean isn't he is under pressure so i will i guess i'll give him a pass but my other thought was too probably i sort of feel bad for this guy based on what i've seen from other movies my guess is that a tv cameraman is sort of used to getting yelled at all day long
1: yeah probably or yeah dealing with the the camera guy who or the uh the on-air talent that's like you get over here blah 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 record it record it
0: so he's probably got a pretty thick skin yeah I did a little bit of math and because I, I, I remember uh, two weeks ago when Jack decided to punch all kinds of holes in the gas tank, yeah, um, you know, and then he came on and said, we have 10 minutes of gas left. And I think you and I both laughed at that idea as yeah. being like, no, they have about two minutes of gas left, but for that was sure. eight minutes ago.
1: Yeah. So well, like
0: Jack- in the timeline of the movie, Jack actually has an amazing sense for how fast gas leaks.
1: He's uh yeah he he's a, he's a man that knows his viscosity.
0: <laughs> How much so this is also where we get to see the little light. The the we are out of gas now light. Yeah. How much gas do you think the bus has left when that light comes on? Gosh. I mean 10 miles maybe? 10 miles. So that's yeah that's not very much. I'm sure you've been in a car where you've allowed the gas tank to run down that far. Oh. Yeah. Multiple... Have you ever have you ever allowed your car to literally run out of gas? I have
1: I have gotten to the point where uh I have pulled into the gas station as my car turns
0: off and I glide up to the up to the pump wow that's good my mom ran out of gas one time when i was a kid and she didn't realize what was happening because i Uh guess she wasn't paying attention and we were just on our way home and the engine just started seizing up and we were like what is going on right now like there's something wrong with our car and then finally she looked down and it's like oh that's what's wrong with the car it has no more fuel
1: yeah yeah i've uh yeah sometimes i just like zone out like I'll, i'll i'll look at it and go like okay i've got this this amount of time left okay great but then it's just, like, I'm out doing stuff, and then I'm like, two miles? Oh crap. And I'm always, like, <laughs> I'm always where there's not going to be a gas station within, like, two miles or something like that. I have a gas can, an empty gas can uh, in the back of my car for that specific reason, because it has happened multiple times where I have actually run out of gas, and I've had
0: to walk somewhere, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um. So... Maybe we should talk about this because this is the other half of the plan where they're going to literally beam this loop. Uh-huh. Um, and so Mark Gordon, the producer, he says on the director's commentary, because they add this line. Um, they said that they added this line about how they looped the tape because the, they were worried that the, that the people who were watching the movie wouldn't understand how this plan would work. Right Like this notion that you could just literally run sixty seconds of video over and over again and right. have it somehow seem like continuous footage, but like this notion that you can somehow from the news van broadcast this video into and like override what's in the news camera like it's a it's a little sketchy
1: yeah the only the only thing that i'll I'll give it is that that they've tuned into the frequency of that camera, which If you want to make some leaps in logic, presumably then is his private frequency that he's using because that camera is going back to that television. So since they're on that frequency, if they're broadcasting to that frequency, it's only to him.
0: Well, that's true. And presumably whatever satellite dish is on top of this news van is way more powerful than the itty bitty camera from video vision. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Our old pals at Video Vision. Uh, Yeah, they're easily, yeah, because, I mean, those satellites were supposed to, you know, obviously they're out there broadcasting live to, you know, uh, to to Los Angeles and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, presumably it would be able to, like, you know, take his weird little closed circuit, you know, frequency and, like, uh, you know, pop it on. I do like that we get to see a little bit more, at least the the working mechanics of his lair, where... There's like a, a knocked out wall and he comes out of like a urinal st- or he comes out of like a stall, like a wooden, like an old, like Western w- wooden stall where he's going. Oh, to yeah, you're right.
0: I never noticed that. That's absolutely how that works. <laughs>
1: That's so funny to me. I was like, oh, and he kind of like he kind of like lightly checks out the mannequin as he walks by as he's kind of like chatting to himself or whatever. He's like, oh, what's going on with you guys today? Or <laughs> what? I forget exactly what he says, but he. It's it's really funny to me that, uh, and we, but we're given the, we're given the little piece of info, like, you know, as Jan de Bont, uh, as, uh, as starts on the closed circuit television, we see the thing that will be their downfall, which is the, which is the little back and forth glitch dance.
0: That's right. Yeah. So that's, that's Chekhov's handbag, um, which will come into play later. So, yeah. So. Oh, and did you enjoy, because you were asking about this a couple weeks ago, we do get another great shot of this, uh, this old school IBM PC clone with his own version of like track the bus computer software.
1: Yeah. Um, It's really interesting because it's like, even that, if you watch it, it kind of glitches. Like it's got like a, because it's, I forget exactly what it is, but there's something with like normal screens. Um, uh, when you're shooting film or whatever it is, they have to, you can't, it, it, it like
0: lines, it does like fuzzy lines or like. It, oh it, yeah, that's true. I mean the way that, well, back then these were all raster gun monitors that were literally like shooting, shooting new pixels at the screen over and over again, yeah. fast enough for to fool human eyes, but not TV cameras. Right. So I, I remember when I worked on this,
1: um, this thing, it was, uh. It was for uh, Macintosh or what's now known as Apple. It was back then. It was still Apple Macintosh. And they came out with this computer that could read IBM software because people weren't buying the the, the Apple computers because it was like, oh, it's a whole different operating system. But like, you know, IBM was like the big thing. So they came out with this thing that like you could use your software as well as the IBM software. And they did this whole 30-minute made-for-TV movie, and it had squints from the sandlot in it. And I was in like this classroom scene and I had a couple of lines and I remember thinking the, the computer screen, it had a video on it, which they're like, just pretend like you're doing stuff. And like the mouse would go do different stuff and it would open up things and things would, ju- and it was just, and I asked why. And they said, it's because this will display on camera. Whereas if it was a real thing, it would distort. And I was like, oh, that's
0: interesting. So there's some, there's some behind the scenes Hollywood for you, Raj. I'm gonna go, but you you uh you've mentioned this before several times. I would love to be able to provide our our listeners with video of that. Can you go find that for me?
1: Uh, they cut me out except for the back of my head in one shot, and I'm more than happy to send you that picture of the back of my head.
0: <laughs> it is some nice dramatic irony, of course, that Howard Payne is not here. Do you think so if he had been here when they made the switch? Yeah. Do you think he would have noticed immediately? Oh, yeah. You know, that's a good question.
1: He kind of like he kind of does this thing with the cell phone where when he sits down, he kind of like boops the screen. So I wonder if that if if he had seen it, if it would have been like a if it would have been like a boop where he was like he doesn't because that because that's just as like instead of having him in the bathroom, if he does notice the glitch at first, he kind of like taps the screen is like, hey. Oh, I guess it was just a malfunction or something. You know, he checks mm-hmm. the wire behind or something like that, and then it's like he goes on about his business. And then fast forward to when you know he recognizes it the second time. He goes, "Wait a second, there's a glitch on my screen." <laughs> his hand goes from here to here. <laughs> like,
0: did you pick up on the the ADR we get from our news anchors in this minute? Ah, uh, I didn't. Oh, okay. So we do get as we come back into this wall of video screens um mm-hmm. we do get some and it's all voiceover because i don't think you can see the woman there's two people they're sort of cross talking on top of each other oh, okay so i tried to write down what i could hear you you hear from this woman um who's one of the news anchors she says and and this this will lead me to another question so this uh, is this a lead up to a question i want to ask you okay. which is my second question about how this this whole plot maybe doesn't quite make sense so she says We still have no live picture, but reports are that the bus continues to circle inside LAX and that everyone is safe for the moment. It's hard to imagine what's going through their thoughts at this time. Uh Uh-huh. So my question is, like, so these camera crews have been at LAX now for probably like an hour. Mm -hmm. Like, the bus has been here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think it's going to be even more suspicious to Howard Payne when just like all of them simultaneously decide that they're going to stop showing news footage?
1: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, like, that's a, I, I don't that's know what their
0: plan. plan is for like someone just saying, oh, well, you know, we just, we, we can't show you anything right now. Not like we've been doing for the last 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah.
1: It'd be like if at one point, you know we lose oj on the freeway and then all of a sudden he's just back at his house and we're like like it cuts to the end of it you know <laughs> for sure yeah like oh that that seems fine there's nothing strange
0: about that at all
1: yeah exactly uh no that's a great point i i i can't i can't uh you know say anything against that i 100% agree with you
0: i mean it does happen real fast we're ga- yeah. we're going to get all the passengers off this bus in the next about minute and a half
1: Right, so I mean, you know, maybe it's like, yeah, I mean, th- maybe they should have been like, "Hey, we, we,
0: we got to uh, like go to commercial." <laughs> like, <laughs> that would have been good, yes. And hey, all the uh, all the networks will just simultaneously, yeah. Like commercial.
1: have have both of the anchors be like, "And now we go." And now a word from our sponsors:
0: Get the passengers off the bus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got ninety seconds. Oh, before the huggy, the Clorox bear like is done hocking his wares.
0: <laughs> the Clorox, bear. or no, what is it? No, Snuggie, Snuggles bear, or whatever it is. <laughs> That's that's more correct, but now I have this like horrible vision in my head of what the Clorox bear looks like, just it's deteriorated,
1: like, we just like whitewashed. Lovable
0: down. teddy bear and dumped him in bleach. <laughs> yeah, he's just he looks like now, powder. He's the powder of, of bears. <laughs> now he looks like that guy in RoboCop that <laughs> fell into the toxic waste vat. Oh
1: yeah, that seventy shows dad. Yep, uh, Kirk Smith or whatever. No, no,
0: no. Kurtwood Smith doesn't get uh, hit with the toxic waste. Oh, um, it's, it's the guy who plays uh, Doctor Romano on ER.
1: That's right. Yeah, no, you're right. E- Emil. It's been a while since I watched that movie. That that was one of those movies that I watched way too early in my life. And it, it, I was like, I never want to watch this movie again. I, I was under 10 years old when I saw that movie. Oh, the first no. Time. Yeah.
0: There's some scenes in that movie that no...
1: Yeah. Has ever seen. <laughs> that that scene specifically, and then the beginning, how he becomes yeah. Robocop. I was like, that is rough. <laughs> exactly. Same thing with, like, Temple of Doom. I saw that when I was, like, seven, and I was like, ugh.
0: This isn't like the last Indiana Jones. This is a little crazier. <laughs> That's a bit much. Well... Uh, I think you can tell from what we're talking about that I don't have anything else for this minute. What about nope. you? I'm I'm G to G. All right. Good. Well, to go. yes, I know what that means. All right, um, just making sure. Here's our pop quiz question for today. Uh, and I don't know. Did you get Did you get warm, fuzzy feelings when this this minute begins with a VHS tape getting pushed into the tape deck?
1: Yeah, it reminded me of my uh, my high school. I've talked about before, like my high school editing room and stuff. We had that sort of stuff. We had like the we had the knobs, the dials, and like you'd punch in and out, and like how we edited SVHS to SVHS. So, what did
0: you What were you editing with at the time? Was that Avid or something else? Pro Tools? That's no, wasn't even invented by then.
1: We had. A, our digital room, Adobe Premiere two point and we had oh. five gigs on a tower, and we thought we were the kings of the world. No, it was, it was deck to deck SVHSs, and then in the middle there was a there was a a box with a punch in and out, and it had like two little reels, and then it had a little spinny reel on the inside where you could go frame by frame through the tape, and then you would hit your end point, and then you would fast forward, and you would hit your out point. And you would hit your end point over here on this side, and then you hit the big red button, where it would record, and it would rewind it back to your cut, and it would play that little section, and then it would record it onto the master tape, basically. So it'd be like in digital, cutting out this little piece of audio, sticking it in, and then, you know, hitting, you know, make MP3 or whatever. But yeah, wow. you, It was. It was, it was laborious and we were, so we had uh, morning announcements, video morning announcements. So it was like a fake news thing and we had like a set and, you know, we had students read the morning announcements and we taped them every morning and I did both in front of camera and behind camera stuff.
0: Listeners, especially you millennials out there, there used to be something you had to watch. You usually have to watch things on actual physical content. Yeah. Believe it or not.
1: TV's in the room and then right after that was Channel 101 with Lisa Ling.
0: Well, speaking of videotapes, Bentley, it's a very yes. simple question. Ooh. So we've talked about initialisms, what that means. Uh-huh. I would like you to tell me what the initialism VHS stands for. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, it, and you know, listeners, it's probably not what you think it is, but you're going to have to wait till tomorrow to find out exactly what it stands for.
1: <laughs> cool. Well, thank you all very much for joining us on today's Speed Movie Minute. Make sure that you've uh, subscribed, rated, and reviewed our little podcast so we can game the algorithm, climb the charts, take it over. Uh, you know, hey, do you, have, uh, do you have fun VHS facts? Hit us up, speedmovieminutegmail.com, or in our Facebook group, bus 2525. Uh, you can play along on Spotify or our anchor page with all of the Pop Quiz shots. And the winner, we've got a leaderboard. And the winner gets to go against me in Speed Trivia. All links for your success are in the show notes. And we will be back tomorrow with Humpty. But until then, in the words of Sam Silver, the bus driver, this ain't no bus stop.
0: Cha-cha-cha.